What's up, Tatra Radio listeners? Really cool call today. Not a question we normally answer, but it's talking about collaboration. Um, we're discussing the idea of when you start working with somebody, whether you bring in a mix engineer or another producer or a, a fellow musician, just to help improve your track, what that push and pull, that give and take can really do for your music and how you kind of have to leave your ego at the door at a certain point. You don't want to you know, diminish your vision at all, but you also have to realize that when you're working with somebody else, it is a give and take of ideas and you may have to compromise at a certain point. I mean, that's what collaboration is all about. I hope you enjoy this clip and I hope you take value from it. What, what do you do when you're not used to like a collaborative effort and you need to you know kind of trust yourself a little bit like I, yeah maybe, maybe i just answered my own question but i, I, I i'm i'm struggling a little, a little bit a little bit like yeah so it is this uh you're walking on like a blade's edge here because i at one level i understand you wanting to go in with this collaborative effort in this producer and say yes to as much as possible but because uh, you want to be easy to work with, you also want you know to open it up for the other person to have some creative input. But then again, you have to make a decision. Is it truly your creative vision? And are you super clear with that creative version? And that's something that I've had to get a lot better at over the years. You know, I've pretty much, I've played in some bands as well um, with some very close friends. And, you know... For the most of my music career, I have been completely solo. So this this Tatro project and then my project previous to this, completely solo. And I've always just loved working that way. Music has always been a very, very independent, internal thing for me. And, and it comes down to kind of what you said is I'm not looking to compromise my vision. I mean, that's why I got into music production in the first place, because... I wanted to produce my own songs and I wanted to produce them how I wanted to produce them. Now, what that meant for me is a lot slower process because now not only did I have to learn how to write songs, write good songs, but I also had to learn how to produce them. And not only did I want to learn how to make great beats, but I also had to learn like all these, all this music production and audio engineering um, techniques and setups that I wouldn't have otherwise had to learn if I collaborated with somebody. So it is a... Uh, a decision you have to make about how committed you are to your own personal vision. And it really is about trusting yourself as a creative vision. I've had the opportunity to work as a creative director on a, on a, few, diff- on a few different teams, on a few different projects. And what I realized is I've built myself up to a point where I have a very clear creative vision and there are certain things that I'm willing to compromise on. And I'm very, I'm very, um, Uh, internally honest with myself about what I'm willing to compromise on. And then there are very much things that I'm not willing to compromise on. And making the distinction between those two has been, you know, a breakthrough in my creative directing work because you have your vision, especially you. In your musical project, you're the creative director. So you have your vision and you have to trust that you know exactly what you want when you want it. And the things that you have strong feelings about, you don't compromise on. The things you don't have strong feelings about, you can compromise a little bit on. Um, and it's okay to say that you don't know exactly what you want, but that's not it and that's not it. Oh, that's a little closer. 
you know, and work with a person that way. But it's, it's actually easier for the people you're working with if you have that clarity of things you're unwilling to compromise on. So uh, there is the factor of you could, instead of working with a producer, go and try to learn all these things yourself, which will be a more time-consuming process, but will be more of a way of assuring that you're able to get what you want. But for instance, for me, I work with a lot of visual artists because I'm not visual art inclined at all. And I have to, I had to very much learn to clearly communicate exactly what I want with visual artists because there's so much that you think you're communicating to somebody and you think they see in, in their head what you see in your head, but they really don't if you don't communicate it clearly. So it, it's two parts. It's trusting the things or finding those creative decisions that you feel super strongly about and not willing be willing to compromise on those things and then it's you know finding things that you're willing to let go of and you know maybe you're unsure of what you want or what direction you want these creative decisions to take but you can of course let somebody else take the wheel but also being open with them because it's not about compromising for everything it's not by, about saying yes as much as possible it's about saying yes to the things you are willing to let somebody else make a decision for there are things in your music i'm sure that you do not want to compromise on that you have a very specific vision um, and you need to communicate those clearly and not compromise on those things what's going to make that easier is if you just get better at communicating your ideas as accurately as possible. And that only gets better over time, the more people you work with. So you worked with one producer this time around, when you work with like five more producers or five more creatives, depending on the field, um, you will get much better at communicating your ideas a lot clearer and, and making known the things you are unwilling to compromise on. Because if you're not communicating your ideas clearly, the person you're working with has no choice but to improvise and go their own way. And if you if you give them that space to do that and then you're constantly pushing back, they're just going to get to a point where they're frustrated because you had an idea that you couldn't communicate clearly that if you had communicated it from the jump at the top, um, they could have very easily probably have executed what you have had originally wanted. So I, I guess that's a long way of saying that you'll learn to be better over time, but to also, you know, get better at communicating ideas and figure out w what you feel most strongly about, what you're unwilling to compromise on. Yeah, I, 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 I think a lot of that is just trying to find the balance between, you know, what, what, what you're trying to accomplish in in your, you know, your endeavor, and then mm -hmm. also being able to glean you know, stuff from whoever it is that you are collaborating with, you know, in a way that benefits everyone involved. And then just basically like, like being on your own and then trusting yourself, but not being too overconfident in yourself that you make the project suffer. Absolutely. And we talked about this on the last Mentor Monday, but subjectivity is really important. Like you are a test audience of one. So what you think is good, of course, it is your creative vision and you want to believe it's good. But you're just one person. When we talk about making music, we're making music for like large groups of people that we hope a lot of people will enjoy. And all of those people have different tastes. So that's also been like a freeing thing to think, you know, whether it's taking advice from another creative person and, you know, deciding one way or another, yes, I'll take that advice or no, that doesn't fit with my vision. But at some level, you trust the feedback that you're getting and you're like, I didn't see it that way. I bet a lot of other people also see it 
that way, a way I don't see it. I'm so trusting that subjectivity that you're the you're only a test audience of one. And while it is your creative vision, you know, your music is for a lot more than one person. And what role, what were you doing in the band? Were you the bass player or singer? Uh, no, I was uh, like lead vocals. Lead vocals. Um, so I was just like a front man, yeah. Yeah, so think about that. Like you as the lead vocalist, and if you have a traditional band set up, drums, guitar, bass, you're not micromanaging those three. Those three each have their own job and their own role and their own responsibility and unique ones at that. So while everybody in the band might collaborate and might um, pitch in ideas on different elements of the song, whether it's song structure or the feel, especially for the drummer or whatever, at some level you're trusting the bassist, the guitar player, and the drum player to do what they do best and make creative decisions within their own specialty so if they're the guitarist has his specialty or her specialty they're playing um and you're just trusting you're not really thinking too much about you know you might have some notes for them but you're not really critically thinking too much about what the guitar player is doing as long as it's good um whereas if you were the guitar player you're thinking a lot more critically about what you're doing because that's your particular role and responsibility so try to explode that out to production and and your collaborators in production and uh you're able to let go of a lot of things um but then you when you're able to let go of a lot of small individual things and not hold the project up you're also able to better put your energy behind communicating the ideas you feel most strongly about for sure. It's a lot to reflect on. But a I lot to reflect on. And it's a process. Trust the process and trust that it's going to take time. I can't give you the red pill to take and, uh, right. you know, immediately get it, you know? No one no one can. No one can. No. Yep. Thank you for calling uh, in, JC. Some really important points in there about collaboration. I would love to hear from you if you are a collaborator, if you collaborate with whether you're in a duo, a trio, or you just have a somebody who does your mixes, tweet at me, at Nick Tatro. I want to know what some of your good strategies are for having a positive relationship with your fellow collaborators. At Nick Tatro, tweet at me, let me know. Make sure you tune into the show every Monday at 10 a.m. PST. You can call in, ask questions. It's a really good time, really great community around the Mentor Monday scene. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Tatro. Have a good one.